Hello, everybody. We are Matt and Kevin, and welcome to Season 3 of the Believe Overwatch League podcast from the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Please like, rate, and subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can also find us on all social media at Believe in OWL and at Believe.com. This week, we cover the Summer Showdown Tournament, the new summer event, and a fun announcement for the finals. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special week of the Believe in Overwatch League podcast. Not because we have anything special in particular to talk about. Um, It's kind of just like the end of a normal tournament cycle for us, except for the fact that we now have hit the big hundo. Kevin, 100 weeks. That's a that's a lot. That's a lot of weeks. We in triple digits now, friendo. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of weeks. I didn't expect it to be like, you know, a hundred weeks is almost two years. Like literally, what? We have more weeks. Yeah, four more weeks. weeks. And we'll officially hit two years, which is insane to think about. Like we've managed to find two years worth of news each week to talk about, like. Video games, but in particular Overwatch. Like, I, I I didn't think we'd ever find two years worth of things to talk about. Yeah, I'm glad that the league is still going around and at least giving us some form, something to talk about. Otherwise, we'd just kind of be uh, sitting here not really uh, doing much, would we? Twiddling our thumbs. Like, literally, like, I mean, as it stands, most of our episodes are kind of just us shooting the breeze, but like, if not for all of that news, it would just be pretty much all of us just shooting the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kevin, Kevin, what have you been up to this week? We, we've got some some banter, or not banter, but like topics to discuss, like j- just in the can. But here's for the unscripted, how are you doing? Before we get into the scripted, what have you been? Or not yeah. scripted, but pre-planned discussion. Yeah, this is... Uh this week has been kind of busy for me like i i didn't expect it to be busy really it's more like a lot of my fr- well one of my friends from seattle uh decided hey i'm gonna drop by uh i'm going to a bunch of things a bunch of events uh would you like to come and i'm like uh sure why not um so on saturday i went to a party i went to a house party um for the group or the class that was under me so like a year behind me in high school and so that was really weird being like one of the oldest people in the room but like also like i know these people because i passed them in the hallways but i've never like actually sat down and like talked to them so it's like finally getting to meet the npcs um (laughs) i hate to say it that way but it's uh it's really cool. Like I had a really fun time. Um they drank a lot. I didn't. Uh I I was the cool guy who got pizza and brought tacos. So uh yeah, I that that was my that was my role. I I performed that to the best of my ability. You're the caterer. Um, I was. Um on Sunday, I went to Japantown and bought a lot of really weird manga, um including one called My Dad is the Queen of VTubers. Um it's exactly what it sounds like. It <laughs> it's a manga about a kid who finds out that his dad is like the most famous VTuber. And 
uh, he had like a crush on the on the model, and now he's like, "That's my dad." It's weird. Uh. Um, <laughs> it, it's just like it's super cringy. It's super funny. Highly recommend reading it if you could get your hands on it. It's really not super popular, but I think like I saw it on the shelf, and I was like, "This is like such a funny like topic." To pick on so i'm gonna go and just like buy this real quick so that was really fun um i saw black widow on sunday um Ooh. and yeah i went to the kabuki theater which is kind of a smaller theater but it was uh it was really fun to watch please tell me it was not actually kabuki theater of black no no widow. No, no, no 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 that would <laughs> could you imagine that, that would be really interesting like they just take movies and just perform them live uh in kabuki makeup that'd be it'd be kind of a one trick but uh yeah it, i guess if it if it gets the same thing across i guess um but no it was it's a movie theater it, it's just got the thing uh just the name kabuki it, it's all good um and then yeah yesterday yesterday yeah we're filming this on a tuesday um yesterday i saw space jam uh with S- same i saw yesterday as well yeah, so I was, I I'm excited. I'm a huge Space Jam nerd. Um, I have a original Toon Squad jersey with my name on the back. So I'm like, I rolled up to the theater with that, and everybody else is like, fucking nerd. Uh, and I was like, shut up. I'm gonna enjoy my movie. You're watching uh, Space Jam. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, of course. This is the only time like out in public that I'm allowed to wear this. So I'm I'm gonna do it. Um, but yeah, it was. It was a good movie. I, I thought it was a good movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, and yeah, that has been my week. How about you, Matt? How was, how was your week? Uh, as we're going with the unscripted bit right now. Um, my, my week has been certainly interesting. I'll, um, I'll talk about the Zomnix game later. Um, but like, so this is the first week that I'm starting uh, my new job. Um, I am working for the company that works for DC and does all their social media. So as of today, like this just happened right before I clocked out today. But as of today, I am like one of five people, I think, in like the world who has access to the social to the Twitter and Facebook and Instagram accounts for Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, um, Flash, Harley Quinn, Aquaman, Suicide Squad, or not Suicide Squad, uh, Watchmen, um, and DC Comics. So, like, I, I literally, like, when I say it is my job to tweet for Batman, it is literally my job to tweet for Batman. So that was that was the cool part of today. Um, but aside from that, it's been like, it's a lot of information being thrown at me all at once. Like, and it's 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 hard to process because now I have to like. Oh snap! Uh, I, I gotta pick a health insurance, uh, which is good because I get health insurance. But now I gotta pick the health insurance, and then I gotta set up my four hundred one k, which is like, oh, it's great! I have a four hundred one k, but I also have to set it up. It's like, ugh, let's work. <laughs> On top of like, now we're getting into like the almost next week is like really gonna be crunch time for the play, um, so I have to like be at rehearsal every day after work. For the uh, during the next week um which is is like i like doing it but also it's, it's gonna get really tiring on top of the podcasting and then the actual work so like it's this i i like being busy i prefer being busy than not doing anything because when i don't do anything i get really bored and just like that's when the existential thoughts 
come in and then the dread seeps in about the future and 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 the thinkings um, but yeah I, I would rather much rather be busy but i do have the tendency to overload myself to the point where i'm freaking out and not sleeping and twitching oh my god the the first day of work like i set three alarms and i was supposed to start at 10 a.m that day uh i had a dream that i had overslept and it was 11 a.m in my dream and then you woke up at like six <laughs> yeah it's like, <laughs> like six seven i woke up and it's like oh wait i have like four hours before i have to be actually at work <laughs> yeah like it was supposed to we were supposed to be in the office like i was supposed to do my orientation in the actual office which like if you've ever been to los angeles like our office is right like it, I, i've been there before to do interviews like this is my third time uh this is my third time applying um but like if you look out from their office building like you can see lacma the, the los angeles county of Los Angeles County Museum of Art or something like that. I can't remember what LACMA stands for. Um, but yeah, Los Angeles County Museum of Art, I believe. And then there's that the famous like urban lights exhibit, which is just like a bunch of the street lamps that are like in in size order. Um, you can like literally mm -hmm. see it from the office. So um, we were supposed to go into the work and like they'd open up the office for about a week. And then LA County is like, you know what? We're going to reinstate the mask mandate because not enough people are wearing their masks and not enough people are getting vaccinated. And we've got a, another variant of the uh, the COVID going around. So mask mandates in the office is like, okay, we're closing back down again. Go back to working from home, which is like really convenient. It's just, I, I'd like to see the office, but on the other hand, it's really nice to just be able to roll out of bed like an hour before my shit starts and like shower and eat cereal. And then just mm -hmm. walk upstairs and change. Just your shirt. Yeah. Because no one's going to see the, the I'm other I'm just wearing shorts. So you're all good. I'm exactly. wearing the same shorts I wear to bed. But I, I, I changed the shirt. <laughs> there you go. I mean, theoretically, I could just not and just turn off my camera. I mean, yeah. If they're not going to camera check you, you should be fine. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I from what I heard, like, when we actually have our, our meetings with our clients, like, no one has their camera on. So, like no one would actually know if I was just sitting on the floor eating chips, which I mean, like it's not professional, but you can't prove that I'm doing it. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Now to, now to our, our scripted discussion or not scripted, but uh, previously suggested discussions by us, what we were talking about. So space jam, Kevin space mm. jam, Yee. your thoughts on, I watched it last night as well. I watched it on, I didn't go to the theater. I went on the HBO Plus and watched it, but your thoughts, Kevin? Uh, so I'm a huge fan of of Space Jam, the original 1996. Um, I thought this movie was fun. Uh, I'm not gonna like bash on that. I think that was great. Um, there were some things that I was like, uh, okay, like why story wise, like why didn't they do this earlier? Um. But at the same time, I'm like, this was a fun movie. And I, I understand, like, if you're going, like, hypercritical, like, the reason why it has said reviews. But then again, you have to remember, this is, like, this is a fun movie. This isn't supposed to be, like, oh, no, you're supposed to break this down, and this is the reason why it sucks. But, like, it, it's fun. It's a fun movie, and I, I enjoyed it. See, I'm coming into this as a, a former movie critic, like... 
if you, if you all didn't know, like one of my one of the many previous jobs I had was as a movie critic for my college paper. I was like the movie critic. So um, go. I, I've not I've yet to really shake that off. That being said, I love the original Space Jam. I thought mm-hmm. I, it's like it's. I don't remember when I first saw it, but like I've seen it on and off a couple times over the years, and every single time, I love it because I love Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes are, are were a huge part of my childhood. Like I have, I think the the collected first season or like fifty of the first episodes of Looney Tunes on DVD. So. I really like the the first one. And besides, Michael Jordan is iconic. You've got Bill Murray in there. Um, you've got Danny DeVito voicing a character. Like, what what else could you possibly like? The, the origin of Lola Bunny, like, what, it's, it's a perfect kids movie that, I, correct me if I'm wrong, Kevin, it spawned from a, a commercial. Yeah, so I actually have my notes for Space Jam. Don't oh, please, worry. please go into the notes for Space Jam, Kevin. Okay, I did not so, know you had notes, but I I am here for it. It's it's for the other the other persona, but I can uh I can click over and steal some of the notes that he wrote. So, um yeah, you're you're correct. Space Jam originally started as a series of Nike commercials in 1992, um and that had Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. Um, and they were pitching shoes. Um, and it went from there. And Michael's agent said, why didn't we, why don't we make this something bigger? Right. And Nike was on board. Um, and then, you know, they, they got Warner Brothers approval to do the same thing. And yeah, it became a full length movie afterwards. Who and how was the idiot who dis- idiot slash genius who decided, you know what? Nike needs to, to pitch these shoes looney tunes and michael jordan like what were you on when you suggested that combination because like one it doesn't sound like it should work but on the other hand it absolutely worked i i have no idea who the uh <laughs> creative idea head was behind that but wh- whatever it did it worked thank god I for mean, whoever you were because without you like the og space jam would not have been re- a reality Anyway, so like for back to my my hot take on the jam from space. Um, like I like I was saying, like Michael Jordan is iconic. He's huge, amazing basketball player. That that game when he he had like the hundred degree fever will go is one of the the greatest games ever played. I would say, and just he's one of the largest larger than life sports figures. Like even now, like. Jordans are still a huge thing. So um, I think Michael Jordan was definitely the guy to pick for the original Space Jam. I like how the original Space Jam definitely was hyper-focused on the concept of Looney Tunes. And it, it like very much went full throttle with that, that concept. With, with this new one, I'm, I know currently like LeBron is the biggest player i'm not sure that he would have been the best one for it like i think kobe honestly is more iconic Mm -hmm. than lebron lebron like i just i've never liked lebron i don't know what it is it's just he i've never been a fan of his also he can't act i don't think he's like it's like very flat his acting um he didn't really sell the concept for me and just like I think they also they did him dirty by writing him like very 
dumb. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't understand anything the entire movie. So the writing did him dirty. The writing also made it, like, I don't know if this was part of his writer for the, the movie, but, like, literally every five seconds they're telling LeBron James how great he is. And, like, that kind of rubbed me the wrong way, especially, like, if you look at last year or whatever the first year that, like, LeBron was with the Lakers. Like, he... He got paid so much money, but then he broke his leg, right, or something, and he had to sit out for a lot of the season. Yeah, he had an injury. Yeah, uh, so it's like, uh, LeBron, the Lakers did it without you. So uh, uh, I, I get that you're currently probably the best player in the league right now, but, like, you're not the GOAT. That will be Kobe. Kobe's the GOAT. Mm-hmm. Um, also, but, but LeBron aside, um, I, I definitely understand why they picked LeBron. Just the mm-hmm. marketing, that huge marketing he has behind him. He definitely has a very loyal fan base. Like he's the most recognizable name right now in the uh, in the NBA, in the world of basketball, and in almost pretty much in the world of sports. So, I mean, with Kobe gone, the natural pick is LeBron. That being said, um, moving to the other aspects of the movie, I think that like I feel like this movie was like the Lego movie, except not fun and like utterly <laughs> shameless. Like the Lego movie criticisms of that rightly were like, it was a two hour long commercial, except it was a good commercial. Like the Lego movie is so much fun and it's, it's so well-written that like you can, you can forget that it is trying to sell you Legos at the end of the day with this movie. It's like, it. I didn't feel like, I felt like the fun didn't come from like showing all the IP that Warner brothers had. The fun came from like watching the actual basketball game that they're playing at the very end. Like that's mm-hmm. being billed as the central tenant of this movie. So like Warner brothers sticking in like game of Thrones and Harry Potter and King Kong and like looking at all of the, the, the IP that they kind of just forced in there. It felt very shameless and like took me out of it. I did enjoy like, the basketball game part of it that was kind of fun um mm-hmm. i kind of i like the older um consumer millennial pop culture kid in me like when i recognized an, a more obscure ip that like the the kids today wouldn't understand like okay i kind of enjoyed that inside I, I i will admit that like when i saw the penguin i'm like huh, hey look that's that's danny devito's penguin or like, oh, look, it's the Joker or Batman and Robin. I mean, those are recognizable, but like a lot of kids wouldn't recognize that penguin from, from the actual OG movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I feel like I was missing the focus that the original movie had. Like the original movie was good because it didn't overstretch itself. Warner Brothers, I think um, they were trying too hard to be like the Lego movie or like ready player one where it's like, you're looking for all of these, um, these Easter eggs and references. Um, I didn't necessarily like ready player one, but at least like that, I feel like I don't understand what it is about that movie that handled it a lot better. I feel like it might've been cause you were expecting like that was the premise of the movie. Whereas like in this one, they kind of just shoved everything in there, but didn't do anything with those properties. Mm-hmm. which is to say i think kids would enjoy the movie i just didn't because i'm cynical yeah 
when when I saw the movie, I I immediately like okay. So my background, I graduated with a degree in directing in film. So I had to turn that brain off when I entered entered this movie. The first thing that I did was like, I'm not gonna hypercritic like I'm not gonna critically focus in on anything. I'm just gonna watch this from the perspective of a six year old and just enjoy the ride. And then that's, afterwards, that's me whenever I have a DC movie on, I turn my brain off and enjoy it. Yeah, and then afterwards, I was like, okay, now I can think about it like way too hard. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of things that like. I was a little bit like kind of sad about like I understood, you know, the whole like Bugs Bunny trying to find his friends thing. Uh, I wish that was more of the focus rather than like I understand it's like, oh, well, we have to tie LeBron in here somehow. Right. Um, But imagine if it was just a movie of Bugs Bunny trying to get the Looney Tunes back together like that could have been like even if he has to travel through you know the the, the whatever Warner Brothers See, like would have been okay with. I yeah, would have been and, so okay with that. Like if he's traversing through the different Warner properties and he's finding a different member of the crew in each property, and like yeah. they they focus more on it as opposed to just like, hey, look at all the properties we have. We got so many properties we don't even know what to do with the properties. Here, take a property kind of thing. Yeah, it it would have been way more entertaining to see. You know, how does Bugs convince? like the players or like obviously like each individual Looney Tune to join back and be like, you may feel comfortable here, but we need you more here. Right. Um, Or like, this is where you would all, you'll always call home or something like that. And that would have been more like heavy. And I feel like more like fulfilling later down the line. Mm -hmm. Um, But I understand. Okay. Yeah. They have to make it a space jam movie. So, you know, you have to get the crew back together um i i know that a lot of people look at stats um i'm a big nba fan so i do look at stats um michael jordan went 22 for 22 in his movie he shot 22 shots and he made 22 shots lebron made four buckets and missed one so he's four for five uh, I mean, I guess like we we get okay, okay, okay. Like they're gonna make the greatest of all time. Like okay, we're gonna make that whole uh, debate thing. And I'm like, okay, well, Michael Jordan has 22. It, it, LeBron missed one, but even though he was a kid, it doesn't matter. Like it's that's fine. We could still volume wise, MJ shot more in his movie. Um, also, who throws a Game Boy in the trash can? Yeah, that's uh I, I understand. Oh yeah, I got the Game Boy Color. I'm just gonna toss this garbage. It's not garbage. You save that and you sell it 20 years down the line for a million dollars. Uh that's that's how it works. Um but honestly, like when I was watching the first part, um, you know, I saw Don Cheadle in the opening or like in the trailer. I'm like, okay. First thing I did as a joke, but then later more more like more and more seriously later down the line if you remember a college humor skit with mr don Cheadle, i think i know where you're going with this where he was captain planet yep and he if he got mad he turned you into a tree (laughs) i looked into it warner brothers owns the rights to captain planet how did they not make the joke (laughs) 
<laughs> like I was I was there and there was like, you know, this final scene where he's like, okay, I'm going I'm to step in. I'm like, come on, Captain Planet. Come on, let's go. Like, <laughs> I'm ready for the joke to be, you know, full circle and make it make it come all together here. And then they're like, oh, no, he's just a typical bad guy. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I just hope I just wish that it was. Uh, that's the one thing I'm like, I wish they they could have just IP'd that just a little bit. Like, imagine if like you find out that the kids who make, you know, the, the they have to like touch the ring things to summon Captain Planet. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he gave one to each of the goon squad and then like they they did the ring thing and then he comes out like that would be that would be sick. Um, yeah, I was. I wish that another thing that I was talking about, like um, with my friends, was the stakes were really late. Mm-hmm. Um, when yeah. it comes to if, if movie movie like uh, terminology wise, the stakes is the thing that the protagonist of sorts is fighting for. It's like what's on the table. Um, it's why the, the movie happens essentially. It's like what's, yeah, what's to lose, what's to gain. So. If you take the basic of basic stakes, it's like, haha, we kidnapped LeBron's son, and now you have to play basketball to get him back. And they're like, oh, okay, that's cool. But like the the real stakes was like, if you don't win this game, the Looney Tunes are erased and we enslave half the population. Like, that's more of the stakes than oh, we have your son. Uh oh, your son angsty. Uh oh. Uh oh, you you don't support your son. Uh oh, we we take him now. He's mine. And like honestly, if LeBron was just like, fine, you could have him, and just like he just <laughs> just dipped, that would have been the end of the movie. But yeah, the stakes I felt like weren't in place, um, to make it like feel like there was weight to it. There was no like weight to the whole situation. It was just right. like you're playing your game to get your son back. So what? Why don't you just go and grab like, you know, your NBA friends and just bring bring them over here? Like you can you can do whatever. But like honestly, it didn't feel like there was a lot at stake. Like if you look at the original Space Jam, what was at stake was literally the enslavement of the un- of the Looney Tunes, right? Um and then also the talent of five talented NBA players. Um and then on top of that, it's Michael Jordan's like legacy um, as well to just be like, okay, well you're also enslaved and you just get dunked on by kids for the rest of your life. Right. That's, that was the stakes. And we got that laid out quick. Um, the second that we saw the monsters were like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if we want to talk about the monsters themselves, they do show up in space jam too. Right. But like, why though? Yeah, like I understand the it it also give gave me mixed emotions because they were cheering for the goon squad, right? Because they they know how hard it is to beat the Looney Tunes, like they lost before. The the thing that I would have taken, I don't know, like they do reference that the original Space Jam does occur in this universe in that space the the first space jam happened okay um 
And so, like, I mean, we we reference to like older things with you know like the the MJ joke. Like, there's a bunch of stuff, but one of them that I was questioning is like, where do the monsters like allegiance lie? You know, at the end of Space Jam One, like they they shoot Danny DeVito into space, right? And then they're like, oh, can we join the Looney Tunes because we don't want to deal with that guy, right? And then they're like, uh, okay, I guess, right? So. Why didn't they use the monsters again? Just I mean, imagine put them in there. They are Looney Tunes as well, officially, right? True. So like, yeah. So like, if you they have, get erased, yeah, they, they they go too. But also like, or maybe they're just like millennials and like, yes, the sweet release of death. Yeah, <laughs> just like end me. <laughs> uh, no, but I honestly think like you know, if they had access to the monsters, to just be like, hold up, guys. Let, let's grab Shaq. Let's grab let's grab the old old crew again. Be like, hey, we need to borrow your NBA talent again real quick. We'll give it back to you at the end real quick. Uh, I think that would have been funny. Like to just mm-hmm. even if like only one of them was able to join, you would be like, okay, who do you want? Um, I mean, and they did bring a Michael Jordan into it. They did. Um, and then another thing is like, I'm kind of sad. Uh, no Bill Murray until the credits. Um, and even in the credits, I didn't even look at the credit. I didn't even watch the credits. I was just like, so, okay, it's done. Yeah, the the credits. There's a golf like picture of Bill Murray and Bugs Bunny, um, like golfing, and that was the the hidden thing. And I'm like, you needed some other. I felt like celebrity like foil if you wanted to draw the true parallels to. Space Jam one. Um, but honestly, it was it was okay in that fact. Um, one of the things another thing that I remember, at least from Space Jam 96, was the soundtrack. Mm. The soundtrack of Space Jam is we don't like literally our time, we like, like that song. It's yeah, we yeah, that, that song was good. You know, we had uh we we have a bunch of other, I mean the, the literal welcome to the space jam. We had pump up the jam. We had like uh I I mean basketball Jones just like songs. We had songs that like the soundtrack itself can be replayed for like meme culture. <laughs> when you watch Space Jam: A New Legacy, we won't have that. It'll just I be like did not pay attention to the music at all. Like. On occasion, you you watch it and you're like, oh, ho, ho, there's some funny music here, I guess. But like, none of it is gonna stick around for like generations and generations, like later down the line, um, because it it just doesn't hold up. Um, and yeah, like if you watch the the original Space Jam, they they go all you know loony at the end, which is kind of kind of the same thing that they do here but it's just weird it's um yeah i I probably have to go back to the theater to watch it again (laughs) unfortunately or fortunately whichever way i see it it's more like i need to i need it for research purposes now Uh, like i i watched it for fun the first time this time i kind of want to like be like excuse me like where where is this like um how, how does this happen so there's a lot of like little things that I wanted to specifically point out um in the movie but I 
overall, like, if you turn off your brain and you're just like, oh, funny, haha, uh, big, big monkey, iron giant, haha, uh, that would have been great. Um, but it, when you think about it as like a movie perspective, I wish that it was, I wish they took, like, it didn't even have to be a space jam, it could have just been like Bugs Bunny. Like, you could have called it Looney Tunes Reunited, and I would have watched, like, I would have watched Bugs Bunny running around with, you know, Rick and Morty trying to catch Taz. Like, that would have been, that would have been interesting. Or, you know, the same thing with, like, each individual world that they have in the Warner Brothers property, um, and him trying to, like, wrangle everybody back um, for, you know, the final thing, so... It didn't have to be like, oh, just for Space Jam's sake. It could have been just for like, uh, you could have put like Don Cheadle is algae rhythm, and then he just comes out and he's like, yeah, um, we're evicting everybody out of Toon World unless you have a certain population, right? And then he's just like, oh, I have to, I have to go find my friends, make sure that we don't lose our home, <laughs> and then just goes around and you know that that would have been interesting. That would have been um, a better movie. Yeah. Um, I understand. You know, I agree with you. Uh, Kobe would have been a better pick. Um, I do like... I feel like LeBron, once again, like, the writing, like, effed him up pretty bad. <laughs> um, but also, like, I feel like he's a good... He's a funny guy. Because I saw him on not just Trainwreck, like, as himself, but also when he hosted Saturday Night Live that one time. Like, LeBron was good when he's doing, like, improv and trying to, like, um, be funny in the moment. Like, that's something that he's good at. Um, but when it came to, like, the script and, like, the way how he had to portray himself in this movie, uh, I felt like it really did him a disservice. Um, would I want to see another Space Jam? Uh, the answer is yes and no. Uh, yes, because I have a script ready. Uh, but it's not with the the correct property. Um, another thing that I found out about this Space Jam, by the way, I mean, it, it's kind of like all in there, but, uh, you know, it's brought to you by Nike. Um, and there were a lot of NBA stars who couldn't be in it because of conflict of interest. Um, because of, you know, the Nike part of it. Mm -hmm. Um so honestly, like if you if they did like, I I don't know how else they could have how else they could have done it because the original concept was a Nike commercial. I guess they kind of owe it to them in that fact. But I think if you know instead of just Nike, they teamed up with the NBA, then they would have gotten more stars in. There wouldn't be a conflict of interest. You could probably get more stars in there, even though like I mean you you still have a ton of stars in there. Um, but you could have gotten more people um, in there if you just teamed up with the org itself rather than uh, you know the individual like shoe company. So. I will say I did like how this movie was a little was more like progressive in terms of female empowerment. Like mm -hmm. Lola Bunny's not a sex object in this, which for some reason that made the internet angry that Lola Bunny as a rabbit was not buxom um okay guys you good good to know what you're you're willing to to fight over 
Um, but not only was that she not like a sex object, she was like a strong warrior bunny who is like the basketball player that they needed to add to the team. And then you also had like WNBA players on the goon squad as well. It's not just like mm-hmm. men. It, it wasn't just like, you know, a boys club game anymore, um, which, you know, basketball is it. And I'm glad that they really incorporated that. I do wish like we we got more characters in there. Honestly, like I understand like, okay, the original Space Jam was all Looney Tunes, right? Um, and that's fine. But like if you could have grabbed some other like just just for fun, like just grab a couple of Hanna-Barbera like people too, or uh, like I, I would have liked to see like Scooby-Doo or Imagine Ultra Instinct Shaggy showing up just for the meme as well. Like, you have a lot of options <laughs> for this team. And I understand, like, LeBron tried to create the super team with literally Superman, Iron Giant, King Kong, Batman, and uh, I forgot who his last pick was. Um, but, oh, well, himself, obviously. Uh, but <laughs> I feel like if they could have grabbed another like cartoon like people to in order to round out the representation that would that would have been nice um another thing that like I, I remember pointing out to my friends after the whole thing was over is um why didn't lebron have faith in the looney tunes uh they are the only ones who have a perfect record when it comes to playing basketball <laughs> Uh, like compared to any other property, right? Like he's they they've won every game that they played in. So statistically speaking, they are uh, they are they're the winners. Um, but yeah, I I remember I watched the original Space Jam like the Friday before all of this started, um, because I was like I want to refresh myself. I want to enjoy. Like what what they did, um, and how different they were. Um, you mentioned you know Lola Bunny was created for the original Space Jam. Um, she was in no other like promotional art prior to it. Um, and yeah, I'm glad that she's not just there now. Um, she she has a better role, and it's a better message overall. Zendaya um, killed the role, and honestly, what can what can't Zendaya do? Yeah. Um, and then I remember reading in an original scene because of, you know, the, the whole cancel culture of Pepe Le Pew, um, Yosemite Sam being in that, uh, in that Casablanca scene was originally supposed to be Pepe Le Pew. Ah, um, so sense. yeah, now that we watch it back, I was like, excuse me, like, how does Yosemite Sam know how to play a piano? Um, <laughs> I thought he only knows how to shoot. Um, <laughs> Which would have been more fitting if they put him in like, you know, a, a Western property that they do own or, um, or something like that. It would have been really funny to just see Yosemite Sam in like Harry Potter or something like that. Uh, he's just out here. Everybody's like, you know, swish and flick. And he's just like shooting the feather. <laughs> like that, that, would have, that would have been enough. Um, but honestly, there was a lot of interesting like things to go between them. I understand, like, I had fun with it just because I turned off my brain, but um, yeah, there's a lot of things that, like, I will definitely be picking this apart, like, later. Yeah. 
I'm like I said, it's good for kids. It's good as mindless entertainment, but like it just it's not it doesn't have the same magic as the first one did. In my opinion. Yeah. And I I feel like the new one just because it was like Space Jam. Um I I looked into it about like the other scrapped quote unquote space jams that were supposed to happen. What? So there were multiple iterations of other sports themed space jam potential movies after space jam. Uh, so the first one, like, you know, space jam took off. Everybody's like, Oh my God, Michael Jordan and bugs bunny have a movie. Like that was amazing. And then there were talks of other sports potentially getting in as well. Um, one of them was Race Jam, which would have had uh, Jeff Gordon. Uh, and that was a, you know, racing Space Jam. Um, so Race Jam, I felt like would have been cool if they added, you know, the wacky racers as well. Um, they had Skate Jam with Tony Hawk, which Ooh, would have been, been sick. Down for that. I would have been right? so down for Skate Jam. Yeah. Like, skate not Jam. Even, not even kidding. That would have been fantastic. Imagine a game. Yeah, that that would have been really great. Like, I understand, like, okay, everybody's going to be like, oh, but a Goofy movie kind of did that, you know, whatever the second one was. Um, like a go- Another Goofy Looney movie. Tunes. Yeah, it's not Looney Tunes. So, like, it's, it's all good. You have Tony Hawk and you have the Looney Tunes. Like, that, that would have been fine. Um, they had one that was Golf Jam, which would have been with Tiger Woods. Nah, um, that, that, that wouldn't have landed. Um, and then the one that was very close to happening was Spy Jam. Um, I didn't like the name of it, um, but it ended up becoming Looney Tunes Back in Action, um, where they got Brandon Fraser in. Um, the original pick, by the way, for Spy Jam would have been Jackie Chan, um, which would have been really cool to see. That would have like, been cool. Like, I feel like, you know, Jackie Chan is really creative with the way how he fights. I mean, I, I love watching... Um, that video from, you know, every frame of painting that breaks down his style of fighting. Um, and yeah, if they did that with the Looney Tunes, I felt like it would have been wacky and entertaining enough that people would probably come in. But my number one pick still Skate Jam. Please make Skate Jam. Oh, yeah, I'm still I'm still down for an age Tony Hawk to skate with Bugs Bunny. So next topic, Kevin, Pokemon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, so today is, is the 20th. Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Unite, I've been waiting on it. Thank you for finally like giving me time to prepare mentally for the release of this. So for those of you guys who were watching like last week where I was freaking out about when the game is going to come out... Um, it only took them until I think it was the uh, the 15th, literally the uh, I think it was the day after we recorded the podcast. Yeah. So the day after they were like coming out July 21st. And I'm like, thank you for giving me a release date. So now I could finally like plan my sleep schedule around that. Um, they slowly started releasing other things. They told us, hey, we're going to give you a new character when you log in. And I'm like, that's cool. Um, I- I'm very ready for this game. Um, and yeah, they, they showed us new outfits for your trainer. They showed us like the, the 
items and the maps. Um, and then today, like literally two hours before we recorded this podcast, they said, um, yeah, if you guys were trying to figure out what time it's going to be released, uh, uh, it's coming out at midnight PDT. So, I, yeah, two hours from now. Um, <laughs> there's no rush. Don't worry. I'm just going to enjoy it when it comes out. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot of hype for me uh, in this. And then I remember um, last night I was just watching around, um, it, it just just peeking at what what's going on. Um, Hit Marker, the the job people. If you guys don't know what Hit Marker is, it's essentially like a website that does. Uh, they they gather all these esports jobs and then they kind of make a job board. So if you wanted to get a get a job in esports check out hit marker but uh they retweeted the unite opening and said okay who thinks they have what it takes to take down the hit marker crew uh and i tweeted back at them and i'm like if my squad rolls and wins uh will we get sponsorships and they're like if you win and i'm like all right huh? let me get my let me get my crew <laughs> like i'm ready so uh yeah I, i'm i'm very prepared i'm I'm ready. I want that sponsorship. And uh, yeah, I'm coming for you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, they're, they're great sports. Uh, they're, they're fun people. Um, but yeah, I, I think that it's going to be like a game that I'm definitely going to be investing a lot of hours into. Um, doesn't mean I'm abandoning this. I, I, like, I like this too much. Um, but yeah, it's uh, definitely going to be uh, tough to pry me out of my room for the next couple <laughs> days. And this is a free to play game, correct? Yes. So it's going to be free to it's going to be free to start. Um, so there are going to be starter Pokemon that you can get, and then there's going to be like weekly rewards and stuff like that. So um, hopefully we get to just get what we uh, get what you want there, and then you know everything can be free to unlock later down later down the line. It just requires time. Um, but yeah, most of the money is going to be coming from like cosmetics or um, if you're going to wear like certain gear. I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking at a raincoat right now. That's like <laughs> really cool. Uh, so yeah, most of the money is going to be coming from like in-game purchases of like cosmetic items rather than to just instantly unlock characters and stuff like that. Now for the Overwatch stuff. Um, the summer event started today, July 20th, and will go until August 10th. Um, this is the summer game, so y'all know what that means. It is the return of goddamn Lucio Ball, which, like, mm. I hate it. They have done nothing new with it besides, hey, let's add more balls, or, hey, you can play with your balls in a slightly different stadium. Huh, huh, Lucio Ball, yeah. They'll like that. Yeah, we liked it the first year, maybe the second year, but now it's just, I have yet to meet a person who enjoys Lucio Ball. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, no, I think I think my brother's girlfriend might like it, actually. Um, I think so she's the one, she's the one person keeping the server alive. <laughs> um, just play anyway, Rocket League. <laughs> honestly, yes. Like just Rocket League did it for us. Rocket League does it better. Rocket League is honestly cooler than Lucio Ball. Um we get eight new skins this year. We get the Mermaid Symmetra, the Poolside Ash, the Referee Arisa, the Scuba Sigma, the Sprinkles May. Um, and then for the three ones that you can get just for getting your wins per week, it is the 
Uh, first, the Ocean King Winston. Next, the Sunset Farah. And third, the Nihon Hanzo. Uh, we also get two emotes this year. We get the Beach Mode Hammond and the Marshmallows Reinhardt and one new um, highlight intro, which is the Grill Master Soldier 76. Honestly, in my opinion, the emotes and the highlight intro are way more worth it to, to get than the skins, just in my opinion for this year. Um, I like Sigma and so I might just, I might pick that one up just because I have to, because I, one of my mains is Sigma. I feel like the Sprinkles May is a little bit too close to her Boba skin. Um, I like the, the poolside Ash one and that's kind of, it's kind of it for my thoughts on the skins this year for me. You can also pick up the previous year's ones, which some of them are pretty cool. Like the, the Kendoka Genji is, is really cool still. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a fan of fastball uh, Zenyatta still uh, that that's also in this pack um, and wave racer diva. I, I like, I like that skin from back can, in the day. Yeah. You can get gridiron heart skin for Reinhardt and then you get to say the touchdown instead of hammer down, which gives you a slight advantage. Slight. There's uh, slight. But it, but it, it is an advantage. Uh, but yeah, honestly, like the skins, I feel like, yeah, it's cool that they have like these specific release ones every once in a while. Um, I do agree. I feel like the emotes and the intros are honestly the thing that I would be fighting for a lot more. Um, just because they're really unique to the summer season. Um, and you only get a little, you only get these like during the events. So, um, yeah, I, I wish, I mean, I wish that they incorporate more like beach highlight intros and stuff like that. Um, I know that they have, they, they can do it. Just, just do it, please. Um, but yeah, and uh, I don't. Yeah, once again, I don't think anybody is surprised about Lucio Ball. It's not inventive. We've had it for three years straight. Uh, I, I remember us talking about it last year that they should incorporate like other sports. Like <laughs> there, there are like other games that you can do. Um, you want to do like, yeah, Hammond Bowling. It was number one. You could um, make I the remember, Street Fighter mode a thing. Yeah, the the one that we had fun was um, Doomfist Sumo, I think, where um, if you clash, you you get knocked down. If you uppercut, and like the entire game is just like trying to keep to stay on the uh, on the platforms without getting knocked off. Um, th those are always fun. Um, yeah, so so get your loot boxes you have until August 10th, which is again three weeks. Um, last bit of news we have is that the league officially will be in person this year for the postseason. So you've got the um, the playoffs starting September 16th and going to the 19th, those are going to be held um, in Arlington, Texas, and then on the 25th is going to be the grand finals at the Galen Center in Los Angeles, which I am going to see if, I don't know if they will. They didn't respond to me last time I, talk, I asked them for anything. Um, I'm going to email the uh, the Overwatch League, see if they can get us press tickets, because that'd be cool to be there. Yeah. In person. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I hope that the, uh, the COVIDs is not too bad. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I remember. I mean, I I think I talked about it last week where I went to Disneyland, um, and the parks didn't have a mask restriction, which was kind of spooky. I mean, I kept my mask on the entire time, um, except when like you're on the ride and you know the camera's coming up. So I, I dipped it down for that and that only, um, and to also eat food. I mean, how else are you, how else am I supposed to do that? Um, but honestly, it was a uh, yeah. Hopefully, we could be over this whole COVID thing. Uh, more people will hopefully get vaccinated, and then these events won't be uh, so spooky. You know? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's gonna be it's L.A. So if the mask mandate is still alive by then, you have no choice to wear your mask um i think that's it for the news this week kevin we we've done a hundred news episodes that's a lot i'm still amazed that we we've done we've had a hundred weeks to do this and each week we found something to talk about even if it's barely related to, to overwatch like this week was pretty much the space jam episode (laughs) <laughs> space jam and and pokemon but we're still an overwatch podcast i promise um anyway thank you guys for for tuning in i'm trying to get us another guest interview for for next week we'll see if it happens um if not we'll just be our normal overwatch selves next week well, thanks guys for tuning in. Thank you again for for listening to us for as long as you have. Some of you maybe have been with us for all hundred weeks. We we thank you very much. Thank you to everybody across the world because people across the world somehow think we're worth listening to. But thank you guys, and we will catch you next week. Adios. Next week, the league takes a break and we cover any gaming news that heads our way. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you hear, please like, rate, and subscribe to us on all your favorite podcast platforms and follow us on all social media at Believe in OWL. Questions or comments? Please send us an email at believeinowl at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise with our show, please contact our network at Believe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.